Hello everyone, welcome to Patreon Africa special. My name is Esther Richards and I'm live in Akwaibum Tech Week. Still, this is the final day and um, I'm not going to be telling you guys how we're going to be shutting down the streets of Uyo today because I know that what starts well definitely has to end even better. But here with me, we're, we have the team that pulled this together. I mean, we have some representatives because I believe that um, the ecosystem here in Uyo is bigger than these four people sitting right here before me today. Um, I'm so honored to have them here with us and our focus for today is the making of Africa's um, next tech destination, Aquaibom Tech Week. So in no particular order, I'd like them to introduce themselves and tell us what they do. Okay, let's see, ladies first. Hi everyone, my name is Amanda Etuk. I'm a lot of things. I heard the conversations earlier, but what I describe myself as to make it easier is that I am an amplifier. I basically make things easier and better. Um, so I work on a lot of projects um, in my whole experience. I've worked across um, logistics, um, government relations, stakeholder management, even health at FMCG as well. So nice. I have a very um, varied um, experience and skill set. But basically what I do is manage outcomes. That's what I do for a living and then in my day-to-day -day life. Fantastic. Okay, so guys, let me just take us back to what Amanda said about earlier. So earlier we had a conversation off set that was um, basically around, centered around when people ask you, what do you do? A couple of us in the industry are multi-potentialites and it's difficult for us to describe ourselves by what we do. So I was saying, okay, I think it's better you describe yourself by who you are. She just said she's an amplifier. And I think that in a typical setting today, it, it won't really make sense to someone amplify. What do you amplify? You're a loudspeaker. <laughs> just saying. You know, but truthfully, I think we should begin to normalize these things because the world is going tech and it's becoming more innovative. And these names make a lot of sense to people who are on the floor and handling all of these kinds of situations. So just to take us back to, the, to that place so we can understand where Amanda um, was coming from. And um, over to you, sir. Thank you very much. My name is Hanson Johnson. I'm not an amplifier. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the syndicate. Please, I, I'm for this for, this, for the purpose of this podcast. Don't tell me I am the tech um, director. Please describe yourself by what by who you are. I mean, it makes it it makes it more interesting. Please don't tell me that I'm. The, I know that you're the founder of this. Tell me that one, but tell me who you I'm are. I'm the life wire. Yeah, I'll take that one. I would like that one. The semiconductor. You understand? I'll take so, that. So Hansen is a tech talent developer. Um, he's a software engineer. Fantastic. He's an ecosystem builder, mm -hmm. his country mentor, Google ah. developers in Nigeria, um, outgoing in ecosystem director, innovation support network, and president, Ibom Innovation Network. Hansen is the founder and CEO of Start Innovation Hub, mm -hmm. based in Uyo. Fantastic. Thank you. And Hansen is also the guy who has refused to relocate with his family. When in this economy, a lot of people want to jackpot, he has been turning down opportunities that people's children and people's children's children are looking for. I think I needed to add that so you have context in the conversation that we're having. Hansen, that's you, right? Do you know why? No. 
this is the land of promise. Mm. This is the land of opportunities. Mm. Why am I running away from challenges? I wonder. With all the skills I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what happened to those who are running away? I think they have their reasons, but why don't we publicize when people are running back? So if you check Fantastic. the ratio, there's no difference. Fantastic. That's my the, the only thing is that they make it loud going out when they <laughs> quietly come back. back. And I, th- I think what Africa, I'm sorry, what Africa, I keep calling Africa, what Aquai Bomb Tech Week did is, I mean, in our conversations that we had that were unscripted, someone said, talent are coming home. Yep. And I think I saw that in the Aquai Bomb Tech Week, a True. lot of talents came True. home. Yep. I mean, seeing Blessing Abeng's husband, OM. Yeah. yeah, he is a son of the soil. Yeah, he came home. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, there are so many things I guess you guys didn't have in your mind that was going to happen that happened as a result of the Aquabom Tech Week. Absolutely. We're going to delve into that. Um, over to you, sir. You don't know me. Is well, the for the purpose of this podcast, <laughs> for the purpose of this podcast, I don't know you. I know not you at all, sir. Thank you. My name is Idongi Sidesian. Definitely not an amplifier. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's the microphone. <laughs> yeah, good. so lately people have called, uh, put the golden voice behind. But uh, So I used to be on radio, but I have earned a bigger part of my living on TV. So I am a TV person. I love to do media. I like to, to lead teams to, you know, to get the job done. When it comes to using amplifiers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm also a tech product developer. Like, I'm developing a tech product at the moment. It's an experimental journey. And having come from a science background, I enjoy that process. Um, then for the Aquibum Tech Week, I have been the person behind the publicity. So that's, that's what I am. Fantastic. Uh, I think he's been very minimalist in the way he's describing himself. But, you know, what can I do? There will be a point where you guys you guys will discover who he really is. He has been very minimalist in this That's deliberate because he has an amplifier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't understand that like, he has an amplifier yeah, to do so that. He's creating job So get ready to <laughs> amplify who he really is. Over to you, John. Right. So, um, Hi everyone. Hi. My name is Odi. Most people call me Odi. My government name is Odiong Akwan. And um, I identify as a teacher. He <laughs> <laughs> got me there. I was scared. <laughs> it was deliberate. I identify as a teacher. Um, career-wise, I've spent the past, I'd say, two decades, 20 years this year, in a building deploying or managing digital information systems. So um, I always love these conversations around tech. Um, Tech from the technical point of view, but tech from the cultural point of view as well, because um, I find that a lot of people have recently got into this space and it's important for them to know how to put everything together. And so even though I said teacher, I like to teach, mentor and coach people around tech and tech businesses. what I do for a living today is essentially being a glue. I also, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have a glue in the house. Yeah. 
So what I do is I stitch together those different communities. So I, I promote collaborative ecosystems when wow. it comes to tech. So I speak all they speak different languages. So I speak the building language. So I'm a startup founder. I've started a few startups. I also have worked in the corporate environment for this long, uh, my, most of my career. So I speak the corporate language as well. I understand business. I also understand the academia you know, language, which is, you know, academics, universities, research centers. Um, I have a doctorate degree, so I always try to okay. put all those things together. So in a nutshell, what I, I am is a teacher, but I look forward to joining those conversations around making tech work for social good. Fantastic. So guys, we have the amplifier in the house. We have the live wire. We have the instructor and we have the glue. Do you see the combination? I mean, this is just like a cross-section of the quality of people who put together the Aquibum Tech Week. The instructor didn't say he was an instructor, but I had to tell you guys, he is the instructor. Okay, so let's just go right in. This is the second edition of Aquibum Tech Week. And on Pitch from Africa, we have to go places where people do not ordinarily go. This conversation is pretty much open. This conversation is also very unscripted. So I'd like to, and, and may have a tinge of controversy here and there. You're all safe. City is not here. City is the king of controversy, and he will keep going until you start stammering. But I'm the good cop. I, I hope I don't feel City's presence here doing your injustice. But guys, um, tell me about um, the first edition. What was the brain behind the first edition, and then <laughs> I don't think the first edition was anything close to the second edition. So something definitely went right. So let's hear about why Aquibom Tech Week, and then let's talk about the difference between the two. All right, so why Aquibom Tech Week? Um, people that are playing in the tech space, tech and innovation space in Aquibom states, they mostly before now do this in silos. People walk from their corners, their garages, their co-working spaces, their homes, and um, they don't know that others exist. They think they are the only ones doing this. If they happen to meet, maybe they will share the same workplace, or for whatever reason they get to meet online, they think, oh, they are the only two, three, four that are doing this around here. So that collaborative platform wasn't there to showcase what others are doing. So before even acquiring Tech Week, that's the brain behind establishment of some of the hubs that we have. You know, so that's collaboration, that the hub serves as collaboration platforms for people of like minds to come together to co-create, co-share, co-anything, co co-everything, <laughs> co-reliable. <laughs> so, and that wasn't enough because the hubs were also struggling on their own to make this possible. So at some point there was need because whenever there is an event, we have to travel out of Aquibum State to go attend, learn new things, meet new people, then come back and collaborate with people outside without being able to collaborate with people within here. So there was that need for us to have a platform, an event, even if it's a day, that will bring, so that event will create that um, publicity and people will be like, take, take week, whatever it is, you know, yo, okay, let me go and see what they can do. When they came or when they, whenever they come around to see what they can do, 
they say they w- I, I want to be involved. That is the language that we have been receiving regularly, even in this um, Aquavent Tech Week 2023. I want to be involved. I want to, so starting, f- we were targeting people in Aquaibo. We were not targeting people outside of Aquaibo. But we have attracted people that are from Aquaibo that are not in Aquaibo more mm-hmm. than people that are in Aquaibo. So that's just... Yeah, okay. So speaking about um, how it all began, yeah. let me just piggyback to be able to say that we're on the same page. Yeah. It started out as one desire to be able to do something different in, for the tech, um, the tech ecosystem in sure. Aquaibum State. And then you guys built hubs, yeah. right? People found expressions in uh, various hubs, yeah. doing several things to be able to co-create, co-everything, right? That's what yeah. you said first. And then um, you said this was as a result of the first Aquaibum Tech Week yeah. in 2021. Yeah. So why was there no Aquaibum Tech Week in 2022? So in 2022, I think it was build up to election year. So there were so many insecurity, mm. people being able to travel. And um, at some point, I think we too got busier. You know, we, we actually planned, fixed a date. But for October. For October. At some point, it wasn't just possible. So many inconsistencies. So we decided to. But how did that make you guys feel? To be honest, I mean, yeah. it's good to be honest right now because you know how you plan an event and yeah. it doesn't happen and then yeah. you plan it again, yeah. right? So how, it, it wasn't just as easy as we're saying. It it take us through that, that complexity. So we actually had a committee planned, you know, put everything in place, topics, you know, every other thing, apart from inviting speakers to come around. We had the, the, the decks for the event created, and at some point, are you sure that election, travel, suspicions of insecurity or, you know, it wasn't just, it, I think we prioritized safety over any other thing we wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. So instead of gathering people of such magnitude mm-hmm. within a space in that sensitive, sensitive period, we just decided to let it go. I think that was a very interesting and a very good move. But um, also... If we're speaking about Aquaibum Tech Week 2023, would it be safe to say you guys had one year to plan? Yeah, more than one year to plan. I think it I'm saying one year because yeah. you know the insecurities in how you guys meet. True. Right. So True. you said October. True. Yeah. So let's say you had about from October last year, I mean, to this yeah. year to plan. One year. You guys had one year to plan, and I think you guys pulled out an amazing. As in, I'm not here to just. I don't know if amazing does justice to it, right? Um, but we know that for every beautiful product that people see and love, there are tales, tales by moonlight behind it. And I think we're going to get into it. But for every question that I ask or for everything I speak about, I'm sure you guys know who to point yeah. to answer what. <laughs> um, so let's talk about... So before you even talk about let me quickly okay. add that the theme for that 2021 oh, edition good. was positioning the Aquaibum youth for global success in the 21st century. Fantastic. Let's talk about that. Yeah. And because I know that you guys had, you actually, for someone that I know um, benefited from that was David O'Rock. Yeah. Right? Even he won. Yeah. And I think what winning does to a human is just shows them what is possible. True. He actually sh- was third position. Third, yeah. yeah. Can you beat that? And he's currently in Russia. In Russia. Russia. That's the, the global success. The so amazing the fruit, work David is doing. Fruit of the theme. <laughs> and he's not as if he's making so much money. He's actually just 
teaching what he knows. But yeah. you see, in teaching what he knows consistently for free, he's become a master of his craft. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you guys, I mean, if David is the only, I'm not saying that he's the only, yeah, I know that there were several others. Yeah, several others yeah. I, there was a success of the hubs you yeah. guys created as a result of the first one. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important that we always take a look back to the success that came with the first yeah. so that we can always see milestones and we can always acknowledge growth as it comes. So if we had the hubs um, launched after the first one and then we had talent, I mean, you guys have a lot of global talents that are here and they are global that are there and they're global, right? So that was the success of that. So, but for this 2023, did you guys, because I want to believe, I said it and I'm saying it again, I don't think that you guys realized that it was going to be this, um, I won't say big, this incredible, right? Did you guys, when you were doing, because I mean, it's almost always like that. When you are the one cooking, yeah, it's not sweet. It's just not sweet tasting. Like, ah, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, really? So I think you guys didn't know what you were cooking. Most times, you know that test after you have allowed it to cool down. <laughs> are you a cooker? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you stay in the kitchen long enough, long enough, like you may not really know that there's a stress of that cooking. You may not know the test until much later. So just to guide us into this, I think Amanda would be able to answer that question, but I will come in when we have launched hmm. our... Our startup. No, not, not our startup. I'm joking. <laughs> when, when we opened the campaign window for, for the press, okay. I think that's when it became very real to the rest of our audiences that something big was going to happen, but I think Amanda can. Amanda, please take me through the journey. Of the 2023. Well, um... You're right. When you start out something, you don't know how, how big it's going to become. Um, so to be, to be quite honest, I always dream a bit delusional. That's, that's, that's really what I've known for. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually very much like that. So I'm an eternal optimist. So for a lot of people, it's, it could be very annoying because it could be nothing, absolutely nothing. And I'll still want something very grandiose. That's just how I've always been. But the magnitude of what we've seen and then the ripple effect, I'll be very honest, I, I never pictured it. And it's like, it's like we started with one thing and one thing is leading to many things. It was, you know, it was a nice idea. We're like, oh yeah, great, we're gonna have a, a good time. And you just continue to grow and metamorphosize and it's just become a lot bigger than just one person or even just us four people. Um, something very interesting happened when um, Odia and I were coming today. So we we found a Zoho pen in in the boat ride. So that's it's very significant in a very funny little way. But it just shows how many people we brought, and then the it was a memento from the event, and then we still found it in the car. So it's just <laughs> those very tiny things. Then checking Ibom flights, there are no flights out till Tuesday. <laughs> so it's just a lot of things have happened as a result of this that I did not see coming. We're having a lot of conversations with people that I didn't know two months ago or even four months ago. Um, it's even nice. I'm talking to maybe some of our count, well, I'll say elder statesmen. I said, oh, hi, Amanda. And like people are just sending me messages randomly. Oh, I remember when you were a child. Like, oh, great. You know, it's just, it's just very, it's very interesting, like how this has grown. And in summary, I did not see it coming. I like good things, but I didn't see the impact 
as big as this. Let me also, I'm not testifying. I mean, I, I was privileged to sit with people who attended the event, and someone said she had two deals secured right there at Aquaibum Tech Week. One international and one local. In fact, she went ahead to call the company. I can't remember, but if you listen to the podcast with the yearbox and the tech lawyer, you find out who. Right? Oh. So I think that these kinds of successes are things that the press should see, the press should know. Right? I mean, I want to be part of the taking stock because, I mean, I feel um, we're also, Pichum Africa is part of the growth yeah. of this and part of the creativity, you know, in lighting up conversations, in creating the right atmosphere, in making people chill. I remember the first time we had the lady from Wema Bank sitting, she was so nervous. She was like, okay, okay. She had to wait for the first person to go. <laughs> I'm like, lady, just chill. We're just gisting. You know, but immediately the first, I think it was Blessing and her husband who were done. She jumps, jumped in and it's like, she just... She was inspired. She didn't even look at the things she was, <laughs> you know? So I, I think that it's important that we do not take for granted the things that we've been able to achieve. We do not minimize it because we're used to minimizing. Like, you go, oh, thank you. Oh, no, no, yeah, we did it. Yes, it was. It hasn't it was, sunk in yet. Nah, please. Let it start <laughs> sinking in from today that you guys did an incredible job. That's worthy of note. That should not just stay on um, punch. That should go global. If you have any links for any um, international paper, it should. Africa's new tech destination is not Nigerian's new tech destination. So it should go global. Yeah, so I'll just speak to that. I, I knew we were going to come to that point yeah. when... We had the press conference to open the the campaign window, and we said we, the event was going to attract ten thousand people. Some of us asked questions; just wanted to know how we were going to arrive at that number, and we did the numbers. We did not plan for it. It was during the the press conference that we just ran the numbers, and we knew we could achieve that. So I'm thinking right now, in retrospect, that we actually set a high target for ourselves. Have we surpassed it until we look at the numbers again? But just seeing the fact that people are happy with the event, people came, enjoyed themselves, they learned a lot, and people are closing deals, is just a way to measure that impact. Yeah, I mean, again, one other, I won't say, I have many, I have many highlights, right? I know that the first two, the, um, the two days that were at, at Sheraton, four points, were like the main thing but death first the part that i saw i think you guys are minimizing a lot of things um so for death first for me was a huge highlight massive that hall was not packed it was overflowing i came in from the gate and people were outside i came into the building and people were fully seated and who are these guys young tech guys right that are passionate about what they are doing and they came to sit and learn they stayed from the morning till the evening so I i'd like to speak to that ecosystem i i heard you speak about being the glue so i believe that you played a very i don't want to say glucious role <laughs> <laughs> you played a key a role, sticky, role. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> sticky sounds very cringe but hey yeah. let's say you played a huge role to, to make that happen please let's learn about that well, I'll stick to I'll stick to where my strengths are. I always defer to people like Hansen who have been on ground and have been working. So 
that's that's you know there's evil stick there's super hey. <laughs> <laughs> or stickiness so i'll give those ones to them but i just want to jump back to what hansen said or rather the question you asked hansen he about us planning for one year i'd like to use this opportunity to just say that um, this has been a testament to how collaborative relationships work and um, it's a bit of a humble brag but we didn't start planning one year ago we started planning just a few months ago to be precise at the end of july when we pulled diverse teams together diverse people together diverse skill sets and said hey this must happen so even though um, it's not recommended we are going to do things differently this next for next year but we pulled this off in such a short period of time and um, um, what you see here is is um, as a result of a cohesive team who work together to you know discuss things debate things and then we're, we're able to you know pull this off um, so it wasn't one year that's what I just want to say mm, it was that's fair enough as a few months now you speak of the glue and deafness I was equally as surprised as you were so I don't <laughs> know I don't know if I'm in the position to talk about how it happened I walked into deafness yesterday and um, again just like you when I saw people milling about outside, I was like, uh, is it finished? What's happening? Are we disorganized? And I go into the hall and I see it's filled to the brim. And just like she said, I didn't, I didn't expect it. I never expect it. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so um, my role is generally to support. So I, I try to support Amanda, Hansen, ID. Where we can because um, I think my my professional strength is in seeing around the corners. So mm. I wouldn't take the credit to be of being the glue. These are the glue people here. But the evil sticks. Yes. <laughs> what I tried to do was to provide you know oversight and support to ensure that um, we're dotting our, our I's and crossing our T's appropriately. Okay. Really fair enough. So in three months, you guys pulled something of this magnitude. So you have one year to pull something of greater magnitude. And I know that Kalabatu will be affected. <laughs> the seaport might close. <laughs> Flights may be fully booked and there will be no space. People have to start using roads <laughs> to come That's the through. challenge we're having yeah. right now. People are struggling to get flights to go back. Ah. Sold out, sold out. Fantastic. I hope Aquaibum... Aqua, what's the name of the uh, Ibom Air? Ibom is fantastically Air. surprised and excited about the partnership as well. Yeah. Oh dear. Fantastic. Yeah. So the visual is bigger, okay? Mm. And um, the conversation I was having Amanda on our way here, um, I drew an analogy to Olympics and um, World Cups. Yeah, last year I was in Qatar for the World Cup and I was saying that the organizing committee starts about 12 years before to speak about the people that are coming to converge in that country. We've, we've I'll say, um, serendipitously hacked this in a couple of months, three to four months, but we'll use one year to plan the next one and perhaps we'll use that this one year to plan for the subsequent one. Why I'm saying this is that the ultimate vision is a tech um, event in Aquaibom where the tech people will benefit from it. The hospitality businesses will benefit from it. Tourism will benefit from it. So taxi drivers, logistics people will benefit. So but what, what is that for? That is to ensure that when we are speaking of development outcomes, we're speaking of um, 
making acquirable the next tech destination. We have supporting structures to ensure that people will bring their businesses, people will birth their businesses here, people will finish school and move down here to want to live here. So it's, it's bigger than you saying we are just developing talents. We are making Acquirebom a, a, a hub of sorts. In this particular um, edition, we, maybe because of how we planned, we planned quite late. We, didn't, we were speaking with the government, but we didn't handshake with the government well enough. Our ultimate objective for the next one is that we start planning with the government as partners. We start planning with the universities and research centers as partners, such that when we get to that finish line, we will tap into the relationships they have, the second order and third order relationships they have to almost like bring a, a carnival of sorts, tech-themed carnival to acquire bombs. Before the show started, I talked about Burning Man in Nevada. Yeah. There are many of such you know, around the world. We want to make acquire bombs that destination for such um, tech carnivals. So, yes. Tech carnivals. Guys, did you hear that? I did. Tech carnival. I'm someone who lives in Calabar and understand the magnitude of the Calabar um the Calabar carnival. Can Af- we even Africa's. register this as Guinness World? <laughs> 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 well, I don't know the tenets of such, but I think it's something you guys should should look out for and if it who knows, you can never know. Um now I'm going to a little bit of controversy because it's important. It's a highlight. Um you know, in a family you have brothers, sisters, you have father, mothers, and you have issues, right? So when a family looks well put together, oh God, I love this family, they don't know what is going on behind the scenes. So what we would like to know, a little scoop, have you guys, do you guys know quarrel? Ah, I'm coming. <laughs> That's the first layer question. Do you guys not vehemently disagree with each other? And um, how do you guys manage disagreements, disorganization, because even while you're looking organized in the front, there are other things that are going wrong at the back. Because it's important for people who want to pull off things like this to know how you guys were able to manage the different temperaments, the different coping mechanisms, the different outbursts. How were you guys able to work? Now, everybody, the glue, the life wire, <laughs> the everything, the sparks, Everybody's going to be telling me this, right? FYI, it's a bigger team. We're just representative. So well, we might not here. be able to give you a full story. Give us your here. story. <laughs> <laughs> Are you about to run away from this conversation? <laughs> Starting with you, Sev, who is telling me? Wonderful. Yes, Odi. Right. Um, so if you don't mind, can I rephrase the question? <laughs> <laughs> brief, maybe the, brief part, the brief one. How did you fight? How did you manage your fight? <laughs> um, did you have disagreements? or I mean, were there things that weren't done the way you had planned or thought? And then how did you manage it? And then did you have outbursts um, with your team members? And how did you how did you just manage conflict, putting such beautiful um, okay. work together? Okay, you're giving me an opportunity to stunt, so let me stunt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't do this in, I don't do run projects for a while. So I recognize the need for stakeholder engagement, for communication and all of that. So um, on the professional side, I, some things might you know, rub me off the wrong way, but not enough to have an outburst. So um, what I just tried to do, which of course the team can testify to, is I tried to ensure that we met regularly to discuss, to debate. Um, so I might not be the one that would 
tear my hair out when commissions are happening. But I'm sure maybe one of them would say I would be abrupt when I'm trying to manage time <laughs> during, the, the, during the discussions. So, um, but I enjoyed the journey. I enjoyed the journey, to be honest with you. I enjoyed the journey. Why? Because these were people from different backgrounds, different um, skill sets, different temperaments. But um, with all the different, uh, different projects I've, I've, I'd say, overseen over the years, I love the fact that we're able to do it without people saying, you know what, screw you guys, I'm out. <laughs> You know, we never got to that point. Yes, so nice. it's not it's not me saying that it was it was totally smooth throughout throughout, but compared to the different kinds of projects I've seen and been a member of the team, this was a very smooth thing. I don't know what it was. Maybe post mortem analysis will let us know why we're able to work together. Perhaps also I'd say we are all friends in a way. I might not know some people in the team, but I've known these people before we started talking about this thing. So I guess I guess that's one of the Fair things enough. that happened. Odi's answer was very professional and diplomatic. Say again? I said Odi's answer was very... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm waiting and I so hope... Are you, are you the mic? <laughs> yeah, I like hope I said, nobody told... I might be the annoying one. So. I hope nobody told his line in being so diplomatic, but yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, Odi is very uh, professional and diplomatic. And the truth is... I always tell him, sometimes when you're dealing with people, you, you don't always have to lead with logic. And then that's Odi's strong point. Like he's, very he's a PhD holder. He's very... <laughs> I told you guys now. Like he's so, so, but, I, but when you're dealing with people, it's not just that. So um, there's a lot of like emotions. There's a lot of um, personality types. Knowing how to get certain people to commit to certain things, it's not always the this is the right thing to do. It doesn't mean people don't really buy into what is always the right thing or the best way to handle things. But I would say that in terms of fights or controversies, there was a let's say a reaffirming theme, which is all of us care. You know, we care about the people. We care about where we're from. We are genuinely passionate about Aquaibom, and we, we all have like different interests within that passion. But the real thing is, we care. So even if we disagree about the ways that things could be done, the objective of um, reaching more people in Aquaibom, or you know, achieving those milestones we set for Aquaibom, is enough to disregard things that are like you, like um, Odi says you, you can't major on the minors like okay yes we have a disagreement but do we want this to happen yes we want this to happen okay I don't like the way he said this but are we not planning this thing together is this not going to be the benefit of more people so I think that consciousness was always there yes some you know some comments might rub you off the wrong way but at the end of the day we are doing it for more than just ourselves it benefits each of us in different ways to be planners or organizers of this event. But at the end of the day, we do care passionately. So you can, um, let's say, ignore a few minor um, things that we don't like, I guess. We have a very, very um, outspoken brother in the person of Anyedi. <laughs> <laughs> so Anyedi will ask every question available and mostly would pick on Amanda. <laughs> 
Oh, um, I finally at the beginning of this conversation, I, I was going to say, oh, Anidi would have been such a fun guest to have. Um, I just tell him that he's a troll. So I think <laughs> some some days he just wakes. He said better when I said that to him. He said he's better a troll than a terrorist. So so that's he has chosen to just be a troll uh, most times and. To be honest, I, I'm sometimes surprised at my <laughs> at my level of patience and compromise. We could start off with an argument, but it ends up as a joke. Mm. I can't remember what we were talking about that led to that conversation, but it wasn't about the guest. It was about, I, I really cannot remember, but he was going to be on a flight. At the end of the day, I just said, you know what? I need to channel this conversation into evangelism <laughs> because you need, to, <laughs> you need to start talking to people on that flight. So that's, yeah. we, we used to have very... That, that we're looking for more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so please. Yeah. Then I think there was also this case where there, there's a decision to be made like now. Most people will be coming two or five hours later. <laughs> Before you know it, a few people have made that decision. We've done the right thing for the good of the team and move on, right? We just communicate, it's been, it's been done. So that is how we managed ourselves. There have also been situations where interest did not align and we needed to make a decision and that decision needed to be made at a unit level because if I take a decision of who to work with as it relates to my side of the work, I am the one responsible for that decision and we had interest from other places and we needed to manage all of that. So we fought. When you see... Five hours later. Mm. <laughs> when you say five that, five hours later. Yeah. So <laughs> when when they came five hours later, what happened? Oh, you start the conversation all over again. You start all over, but decision has been made. Ouch. <laughs> so, wow, that's nice. As you guys will not invest another five hours. I'm just kidding. Oh, there are times I'll just disappear into this. <laughs> <laughs> just, just creep away. But that that was one thing that, you know, a lot of us, people are busy and I appreciate that. But, you know, you would have put in so much effort. I can't remember the <laughs> I, the actual times that this will happen. We would have discussed something, we would have moved on. Then just look at my phone in like middle of the night and somebody's asking, I'm like, what is going on? And I, I'm like, why, why is this coming up again? So sometimes I would just say, okay, you know what? Anything anybody decides is okay. Like at this point, and for me, what I my way of like escaping from some of these conversations. <laughs> Your is, name should be escape, escape, escape. <laughs> no, no, no. Some some conversations is good to just link away. There are some that I would obviously stay for, but um, I think what he's talking about in terms of interest is like I I stayed away from anything that had to do with selecting any vendors. The only, like, I only had one particular <laughs> vendor that I was particular about, which was like the event planner coordinator, because I've worked with her and yes. I've seen her work. But any other thing, it could be you, it could be anybody, it could be somebody. I, so that was just it for me. So it was more about the coordination, but any other thing, no, I've, I didn't have any specifics. So it was very easy for me to agree in those, <laughs> in those conversations. Hansen. <laughs> yes, Auntie. Uncle, is <laughs> this here? Yeah, so having misunderstandings, quarrels with government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that's another layer of issues. Even though the question was amongst the team. 
let's, connected. Let's not go out of out of slabos. Let's 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 get uh, to the school. Okay. Let's no, we'll get to that second. Yeah, this one is team. We'll get to that one. Uh, yeah, let's get let's to it. Yeah, I think it's natural, and we are all uh, adults, matured. We are experienced in what we are doing. Um, I don't think we really quarrelled. Let's speak of you. You don't think you really quarrel with anybody. No. Like in, within the team, oh, okay. I, I don't think we really quarrelled. Yeah, people ask questions to gain clarity, okay. and once they got the clarity, they were fine. No outburst anywhere. No outburst, hundred percent none. Can't. So I'm going to. That's what you're saying. So let's go to the government before I give my not my. No, yeah, not finished. Not finished. Let's yeah. finish. <laughs> so people ask questions to get clarity, and that was okay. And people had at some point we were having issues with um, limited budget and funds and. And again, we needed to document this particular edition, and we had so many video mm-hmm. kind of vendors <laughs> <laughs> telling the story the way they wanted. Video to. coverage, documentary, this, uh, <laughs> so many videos. <laughs> uh, someone for the tours, so many of them, mm. and the bills were like, okay. So what is video coverage? What is documentary? <laughs> what is documentary? What is camera? What are they doing? <laughs> so at some point, you know, the, the thing solved itself. How was it solved? I mean, we just <laughs> left it. So ID shop. <laughs> how it was solved? I recommended someone that was close to home. It was in Wheel, which was the recommendation of the majority of the people in the committee. But we had leverage because we had someone in Lagos who was willing to take quarter that amount to just get the job done so that we would not tie tie down our budget and had also worked on his budget. I saw his budget, but I cut it down to market rate between you and Lagos and he was willing to come down. After I had made that recommendation, we should go with the team. I had a call from Odi, had a call from Lawrence, and the whole team was just dragging me. I said, okay, I'm still going to do within the limits of my professional boundary. I will take that decision. If it goes wrong, take the blame. I take the blame. So that's how it was resolved. Fantastic. Odi, you his, want to say his, something? I'm just saying, this is what we need in government in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So for me, I, Accountability. I, 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 I want to know how this worked, but listening to everyone, I know how it works. In case you guys are pretending not to know how it worked or you guys really don't know how it worked, I think you guys had a vision bigger than you. Everybody was looking at the same thing. I mean, imagine thinking your eyes off just because someone spoke rudely. You're like, that's why I'm here. You spoke rudely, not your business. So this is why I'm here. Right? And it's beyond me. It's for the ecosystem, it's for our children, it's for our children's children. So it became you guys, your drive was bigger than was bigger than your ego. Right. So I think that's that's one of the things. Beyond the fact that he mentioned that there's this friendship and there's this brotherhood. When we hosted when we hosted you guys, when we hosted um you guys on Pitch from Africa just before the Aquai Bomb Tech Week, what we noticed was the brotherhood. Immediately, CD and I, my partner, finished the conversation. We always do this thing. When we're done, we always call each other and like say, hey, how was it, man? You know, we've had some very interesting um, sessions before some of them that were really bad because the, the guys didn't, the people we brought on board didn't say much or didn't really answer the questions. Well, you ask a question, the person will go left and you're like, did you just hear what I said? And I even rephrased it like seven times and he didn't get it right. But what we saw with Aquai Bomb Tech Week, the team, 
was brotherhood and was humility, was respect. I think for me in Nigeria, wherever you see those things, you see growth. Um, where there's no respect, where there's people have been taken for granted, people have been undervalued, the, you see strife, right? So there was an enabling environment in the relationships you guys built, consciously or unconsciously, that has, so you guys can actually burst anything. If you sit down and say, okay, we're done with Aquibon Tech Week, let's do, let's do uh, Nigeria Tech Week, you guys can actually pull it off in Aquibon and you want the whole Nigeria to come because you have solved the basic issues that affect the human things, you know, it's just our issue. We have human issues, our ego and all those things. You know, for me, to be honest, let me just say my mind here. Um, I agree with um, ID on the five hours later thing. It pisses the heck out of me. Um, I've experienced it. That's one of the things that I would say was my, one of my experiences that were my low points, you know. But I understand that in Nigeria, we have something called the African time that I think is not even African. I think it's so Nigerian than African, right? Because I think most Africans keep to time. Um, for whatever is worth, if I'm supposed to score a low point, that would be my lowest point, not for the event itself, because I see that yesterday, one of the speakers came late, the event was done, right? So I think it's basically largely around some other things that are not on the fore, things that are behind, right? On the fore, Everything is on time. Even the event ended very, started very well and ended very well at um, Four Points Sheraton. And the high points are so, um, there are so much that the low points becomes <laughs> inconsequential. So, but I just want to say kudos to your team before I delve into the last phase of this conversation, which is how did you guys fund? Because behind every successful project is a lot of money. And um, I like it when Amanda just made her mouth like this. <laughs> Because um, I'm not going to have to be the one to say, oh, I heard scoops of this and that. I saw the partnerships. How did you guys get money? How did you guys get these partnerships? I know what it means to get a partnership, right? And sometimes it's actually monetary. Some very interesting... Ibom Air, well, you say it's easy peasy lemon squeezing. Mm -hmm, I don't no, think so. Wasn't. Yeah, some, some look so easy. Like, okay, it's just to say, you know, give us rebate on flight and then we'll bring people... They, they don't need your money. They need the exact amount of money that they need to run this course. So how are you guys able to secure these weighty sponsorships and funding? Okay, so I'll, I'll take that because that was my most of my responsibility with the team. So I wanted to start with a deep sigh. <laughs> <sighs> uh. <laughs> like, so, but I, I would say that, you know, first, when we started talking about the idea to get a lot of people on board, even with the team, you know, because, like I said, like me trying to ginger people to say, oh, we're going to do this big. You have to get that first one person to trust you. And I would say here, because I'm really, really um, grateful, the first person to give us money was Ashodli, my Tommy. And immediately she just sent that money. I just booked four points. I'm like, okay, the hall is booked. Every other thing is going to fall into place. And that was the first person that gave money. And fundraising is, is very difficult, even for an event, especially when um, a lot of people don't know you yet or they don't see the <laughs> momentum yet. Pe most people will come on board very last minute, but those first people to give you money, very, very important. Mm. So Uime did that. Um, she's a friend, we've worked together. And immediately I saw the idea to her, she believed it and she just did the transfer. And then I was just like, God, that's, <laughs> this is real, it's happening. Mm. 
and then I can't even remember how the rest went, but I know that that first person sending the money was getting the ball rolling for me. And then for Ibom Air, um, you know, sent them letters, spoke to a number of people there, um, brought in idea on calls with them. It wasn't just easy peasy transferring money to you. It wasn't just that. So they were not convinced at first. We had to speak plenty English. <laughs> plenty <laughs> I English. did the speaking, right? We both did. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did. Um, I think because during the Aquibum dialogue, we had an opportunity to work with the head of marketing outcomes at Ibom Air at that time. So it was a lot easier for me to push from that end. And yeah. she saw it as a, as a tourism event as much as it is a marketing event. Interesting. Yeah, so that was, that was one of the first. And um, so a number of things started coming up after that. And I, I'm not even sure which of the sponsors to pick on to speak about. But I'll just mention for Money Point, for example, mm-hmm. um, you, the chief marketing officer is Uwe McMahon's sister. She's a friend. Didi, mm. and I hounded her life, and she just said, "I'm gonna go away." I said, "Never." <laughs> she said, "They've closed their marketing budget." I was like, eh, "But I can't afford to bring your brother here and your people here. Like, I can't do something wishy washy, and then you are here." And she said, "That's," and she she said, "Oh, that's not a strong enough pool." I said, "You are from here," and she said, "It doesn't matter. I, I, I need the numbers. I need to see how this is going to go," mm. and I didn't give up. She said no many times, but I just kept sending her messages, calling her, harassing her until she went ahead with that. So that was just one funny thing. And I think as she saw the passion, she said, you know what, I'm going to write you guys a check. So it took, it wasn't easy peasy. There are many, many sponsors that it was, was, there's some conversations that I would say were easier than others, but none of those conversations, it's a tough economy. Nobody's Mm. going to just wake up and sign you a big check. You you will talk, you will talk for that money. (laughs) You, You will actually sweat for that money. But one one that's very interesting to me that I've mentioned is that um, in life, I personally don't really, I always say I don't believe in karma, but I have to say that putting some goodwill out there is very important for whatever you're doing as a person or a brand. So in September, or I'm not sure which month, one of the months I was in, invited to speak at Inspire Africa Conference. It was hosted by Christian Idodi. I think he's your Cross River people. Um, Christian Idodi and some other people. It was in Echo Hotel in Lagos. And they invited me to speak. And I went there and I didn't say, oh, you know, this is my speaking fee. Or I just went, I had a very good, interesting conversation. And I said, oh, Amanda, we love listening to you speak. Would you come again the second day for another session? And it was very inconvenient. But I went again the second day. And I did the session, and I stayed long, and I answered plenty of questions. It was a full day, and I was exhausted. And towards the end, I was leaving, and there was this lady. She was the organizer. She's not even Nigerian. She's white. I just said, oh, I have a Quiet Bomb Tech Week coming in, coming up, and I would love you to attend. Um, I, I saw that you went to Cross River with Christian. It's just right next door. She's like, oh, I'm not going to be around. I said, well, this is it. You've seen Lagos. You've seen Abuja, but there's a lot more to Nigeria than just those two states, and it would be great if you could come or you could, you know, support us in some way. And she was like, oh, I really enjoyed listening to you, Amanda. I think you're a very great person. Um, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And then, you know, two weeks to the event, I just called her back and I said, oh, hi, Rebecca, this is happening. And she was like, oh, great. And she just sent two million. And that was because I spoke for free at a conference. So, like, I've just, so that, those are just, like, examples. Wowza. 
Yes, and I, 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 I was just meeting her for the first time. She doesn't know anything about choir bomb. She just <laughs> so I think that as much as life is tough and life is hard, you need to also put some good out in the world um, because now I'm saying I don't because it, people would we want to reciprocate. Like you, sometimes you have to give without thinking. You know what am I going to get in return? Yeah. So that happened. Then several conversations started to happen. I know that you know people would just say, "Oh, um, Amanda, reach out to this person." Maybe like, "Oh, do you send a name? Call this person up." Um, Hanson would say, "Oh, have you reached out to this person?" And I would. I'll just reach out to the person and start the. So people were reaching out to their networks and saying, "No, have conversations with these people. Let's see how it goes." So that's one sponsor. Like it's been a very interesting. I'm saying this for people who are raising money. That it's not a. It's not just. It's a science and there's an art. I to understand it. that. So you can't just expect that people give you money just before because yeah. there's another person. Um, I found out that he was heading, um, let's say, a financial institution. His full day of meetings was were booked, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to be at Capital Club. I'm going to be there at seven. This is after my own full day of work, and I just talked to someone else on our team, Victoria. Like, please follow me to this meeting. Like, I'm just saying how people were very helpful. And I just got there. It's like, when last did you even come to Acquire Bomb? That's what I just started with the MD first. It's like, oh, I haven't been in over 10 years, 20 years since, you know, he buried someone. And I said, well, this is happening. You know, come and greet your uncles. You might have sold your family land. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, literally, I said that he laughed. He laughed and he just said, okay. And we started having conversations. And I'm just saying that there's a science of saying this is what we're doing, but there's the emotional connection that you're making to other people to understand what you're building. I totally, totally, totally agree, Amanda. I mean, this, ex- this explains how you are, the, you are the amplifier. Have you seen that? That's your superpower. <laughs> you should be wearing super, like, a, like super a, a costumes, super right? Super A costumes, yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to fund it. So even if you have a passion, you have this, if you don't have a full-time business or someone that believes in your dream that is funding it, you're still going to struggle. I was bold enough to say, I'm not building the next unicorn. I'm taking 10 steps back. I don't care how it looks. He knew. Some of those times I would come to ID and I'm like, I'm seeing him doing his own stuff. I'm like, guy, I just feel like I don't even know what I'm doing in this world. So why I'm saying this is because monetization is good if that's who you are, if that's what you want to do, if that's what speaks largely to you. But if it doesn't, don't do it because of what people are doing. That's why, you know, nobody can compare to, you can't even match Hanson because that's who he is, right? So I'm just saying this because I know that the young people coming out there are big on, give me this money, money. Most of the things that have happened here weren't because of money. I have a lot of social capital and I have funds. Yeah. I didn't even know I had so much social capital. And I think that's what you guys have built in this. You guys have given people like us social capital. And that's a lot of money. In case you didn't know, that's a lot of money. So just to um, round up this session, I'd can like we, to speak. Can we monetize that? <laughs> well, that's on you. That's what your team wants to do. Monetize it away. Um, I want to speak largely to, I want us to speak, or maybe ID will speak on that, largely to how this happened. Pitch from Africa, right? The collaboration, the, the how the, you know, for me, um, it's ID, it took ID's comment, it took ID's comment to see the weight of work we put behind the scenes. When I first said, you're not having a panel session, I was like, ah, how come we that we are a list a platform for this to go and be doing behind the scenes? But I've learned something. You always take opportunities without complaint because opportunities are, are, are platforms for you to learn, unlearn, relearn, and probably grow. Right? So I sat with CD and I said, hey, CD, we're not doing mainstream because what CD and I had 
had had in mind for live podcast was having a panel session and bringing key stakeholders in the ecosystem. But because I didn't fight that, I took whatever ID said. He gave back to this. Imagine if I fought ID. I said, how can you bring us to come and sit on this state? No, we're not. You know, I probably would never learn. I probably would have missed out on all these golden opportunities that we've been able to um, get out. So ID, I'd like you to share what did you have in mind when you reached out to Peach from Africa? I'm sure Sidi is listening keenly. I'm Sidi is going to be like flipping back on this particular side of the podcast. So what did you have in mind when you came to us to have this? And So for me, it was to give Peach from Africa the, the opportunity to create multiple content because it was going to sit on our post-event strategy, mm. right? Now, if you, if you had a live session, it would just be one session, but I, I think I can count. You may have done <laughs> up to 10 I episodes. I talked for a living. Right, <laughs> with different people. I know on the first day we spoke three. to three. Mm -hmm. That's Victoria, Marquesian, and Nick and his team. Mm -hmm. and Nick and his team, yes. Day two. Mm. Multiple. Multiple, because I, I wasn't there. Now we're and we're doing this again. So if you if you even cut all of that into five minutes of podcast, because we know a lot of those audiences may not be able to listen for that long, you may have up to fifty different specials of Aquaibum Tech Week on the Page Room Africa. So that those were the things I had in mind. Of course, while we were planning for this, there wasn't enough time to start explaining. <laughs> What you why, had in mind. What I had in mind, right, and why being on the mainstream out there could be limiting, right? So that's what I had in mind. And I think for everyone, particularly, I enjoyed every conversation. Marquesians was very interesting. So we had it in a restaurant, and ID said, you know, just relax. Tell them that you know where you are. You have to just, they'll be hearing spoons and ding-dongs here and there, and they should just get used to it. That this is random, and, you know, I'm like, that's a good way to look at it. But I was like, I mean, need to be in a, you know, nobody, keep quiet, you know, but it was cool. It challenged the stereotypes for me. And it was, it was really, really very interesting. I don't know if you guys were privileged to hear, see any of the things that we did. It would be nice to hear your feedback. If you guys heard, saw, or maybe saw my post. It's after we get home. Ha! <laughs> it's been you, Odi, yes, after you get home. Amanda? Uh. Well, um, I'm taking some days out, so from today. <laughs> so we have to it's, come it's back been, and have a, a, a podcast again to talk about it. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't even mind. Like, um, just like you, I have the gift of the gab, so I have no problem speaking. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I have no problem speaking. It's just, I really missed out on some of the interesting sessions that you've talked about, and there's no how I wouldn't want to listen. I think it's on Spotify. Yes, um, I'm, I, I'm going to be sharing the links with you or making a public post with all the speakers and pictures. I'm just trying to make sure that I am able to project it um, rightly, not just put everything no, together. No, I, I get that. Yeah. And, and this is even um, leading up to the documentary that ID was planning. So, um, so for like the media strategy, so with this week, we have months of content to push out. So if we are doing making of Acquire Bomb Tech Week, it also helps us because by January, we're back on the road with our boundaries drive for the next year you know and you when you start something that's good you need to better it for the next year so 
at this point, idea and this content as it comes out, our sponsors or people that said no to us are going to be seeing this. So it is very important that you know we track. So yeah. So guys, in okay. a nutshell, before we we um, call it a day, final words, Odi. Um, the, the I'll say the the charge for me, um, for the team members, for the for the government officials that are even watching us and everyone. It's it's like we have modeled how to do work as part-time collaborators, and so everyone should see that it's possible to come together with a common goal. We have a north star, which is Akwaibo is the next tech destination. That's what should guide us. Yes. And so if people observe it, it's not it looks small, but it's a, it's a great thing we have done here to yes, build a is. team together. Yes. Model that behavior and see how we can make Akwaibo greater. See how we can make Nigeria greater, and of course the continent Africa great. So I think that that's what my charge will be for everyone listening. Thank you. ID. After where I come from, after the elder has spoken, <laughs> we can speak again. <laughs> well, I just want to thank the, the team and let us all anticipate 2024 because we now have a longer time to plan. <laughs> thank you. Fantastic. Hansen? Hansen. <laughs> I sincerely don't know what to say because uh, it's everything blew my mind. Mm. And the same way all of us are surprised at what we did. I was practically seeing people like, <laughs> you mean this happened? If you mean this happened? You sent me that picture. <laughs> Seriously. I sent you all the pictures. You mean this happened? So Amanda said she didn't expect it. It's what we wanted. <laughs> we did not expect it. I understand. <laughs> I understand so that that's feeling. It. So I want to thank everyone that um, contributed to this and even wish they could contribute because everything contributed to what we have achieved as results. Fantastic. Just to say thank you and um, people should be good to each other because you don't know what opportunities come from just being open. That's how I've, I've met so many great people on this journey, putting this together. You know, and then there's a newfound appreciation and we're like very much like a family. So I'm just saying people should appreciate the people within their networks because none of this would have come together if, you know, we didn't have good friends, good people around us. And that's how, how I'll end this session. So guys, you heard everyone speak. You heard um, the glue. You heard from the instructor. You heard from the live wire. <laughs> and you heard from... Amplifier. <laughs> the amplifier guys um i think it's official to say it's a wrap because this is the wrap of aquaibum tech week um Petrum africa special and i want to say thank you all for listening and have a beautiful day goodbye thank you